Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we're going to talk a little Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness feedback. So uh, join us, won't you? All that Earth is dead, we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Ashley Coffin. Ashley, let's talk about some Multiverse of Madness. How about it? I could talk about Multiverse of Madness all day with you, Matt. And it's Monday. How many M's? <laughs> <laughs> so many M's. Alliteration of the multiverse. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go for it. Zylon on Gmail says, Good day from Melbourne team. Good day, mate. <laughs> Okay. This is a very it's great. It was it was perfect. Um, this is a very loose thought I had while listening to your latest DS Mom feedback episode. I began thinking about Wong and his key franchise being Doctor Strange. His appearance in Shang-Chi uh, makes me think that Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings may next appear in a Doctor Strange property. Um, the post credit scene alluded to the rings being a beacon and sending a message to somewhere unknown. Could the rings be linked to other universes? Uh, this is where my idea ends. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it may spark some ideas slash theories in you guys. Love your work, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Zylon. So remind me, mm -hmm. the rings were activated at the end or... Were they always sending out some kind of beacon? Right. No, they weren't always because that's why okay. Wong shows up, right? Something, some sort of beacon has started and right. Wong shows up and he's like, uh, we need you to come with us. Um, and he like takes some, uh, so I'm assuming it is a recent thing. Yeah. Unless like it took Wong becoming Sorcerer Supreme before somebody noticed because Strange sucks at his job. <laughs> <laughs> He just was trying to fix his hands. He didn't ask for all this. <laughs> I think it probably had something to do with, um, like, it, what happened at the end of Shang-Chi. So, this kind of goes with the theory we talked about last episode, I think, with the, um, we talked about the idea that this, like, Chathon uh, might be trying to set all this up, you know? And if that's the case, if if it's if it's Chathon or whoever, some sort of Lovecraftian monster from the multiverse is trying to set all of this in motion, um, maybe that whole Shang Chi thing is related. Uh, like that that monster that's trying to get through that gateway. Like maybe that is it trying to break into that universe and in, mm. in turn our universe. Maybe that's all part of whatever Chathon's plan is. Yeah. Maybe when that failed and they no longer had the inside man of Shang-Chi's mm. father, maybe the rings were like, hey, someone else needs to come take us. Get us. He's too pure. Yeah. <laughs> we can't corrupt this guy. <laughs> we want to be blue, not yellow. <laughs> we've been working on this for for thousands of years now this guy's gonna be all good oh uh, yeah so yeah that, that I, that's the best guess or maybe whatever they did to kill that creature the dragon as they said i just hope to god it has something to do with the eternals because they got to link them into something somehow and it would make sense for that to be a hephaestus kind of or faustus hmm. is it hephaestus or faustus i can't remember fastus Fa uh, yeah that uh what was the deal with 
What did uh, uh do the, the pop singer say at the end? Thanos's brother? Star Fox? Yeah, what did he do at the end? I, I'm forgetting why he said he was arriving to talk to them. He didn't really, watched right? it the one time. No, I think he just came in and like smiled. Basically, he sh- he like they that 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 uh his like helper or whatever like announces him and then he just walks in the room. I don't remember him really saying like why he's there. So that's did I think the say, question. Like, that's cool. I'd like that. Yeah, you know, we were talking in yesterday's episode, or the the other episode uh, before we recorded this one, about Kevin Feige and what he's working on. And, and they talked about the bigger picture. Like, I'm working on the bigger picture. What is the bigger picture of Marvel right now? Like, I legitimately do not know what the bigger picture is. Fantastic Four? Galactus? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Fantastic Four? Like, because we have... Freaking secret invasion happening. We have multiverse incursions happening. We have the Eternals off in space dealing with that sort of whatever galactic threats. Um, <laughs> what in the world? Where are they going with all of this? Like, what is it leading to? It felt like everything in phase one, two, and three led towards Thanos's big event, you know? Yeah, uh, but all the things that all these sort of Easter eggs they're dropping at the end of the movies don't and and TV shows don't seem to be leading towards the same thing. They all seem to mm. s- sort of be hanging, and maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they're heading toward three or four things at once, but it's just kind of crazy. I wonder if it's just like too much messing with the multiverse and stuff like that because. The Avengers messed everything up by jumping around in time, but they're like, no, 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 they were supposed to do that. But like, were they? I don't know. It just seems like the effects. I I love that it's the effects of what happened with that. I would have honestly liked it more if they were like, oh, they weren't supposed to do that and they really messed stuff up. But then we have it being Kang and we don't know where that's going. And it's weird to think that like Doctor Strange isn't going to have Loki and Sylvie and Kang in it and Wanda. Like if it doesn't, maybe it will. I don't know but it doesn't seem like it. But you would just think that all of these things, you know, having problems in the same kind of place would meet up. But is the multiverse the same thing as the timeline stuff? No, it's not. I think I talked myself into a hole. (laughs) That happens. That happens. I'm sorry. I should have, I should have stepped in. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, decent. That's, that's a podcaster. It happens to all of us. Like we, we like talk to where we're like, wait, what, what, where am I going? Um, yeah. But no. <laughs> love it. I love it. Uh, but no, that is the thing. Like, that's what I'm getting at. There's all these stories seem very different. Like they're very different ideas. The space stuff, the dimensional stuff that, you know, Dr. Strange dealt with in the first one and the multiverse stuff. And it's, it, it all and the, the aliens and it just all sort of seems like it's heading in different directions. Not to mention you've got like Fatwas and Black Widow dealing with these very like human stories, you know, like we're still yeah. just like we're dealing with like political intrigue. And it's like, what what does that have a role <laughs> in the multiverse? Like it doesn't. And that's the idea. It, it's Marvel comics. It can be everything all at once. Yeah. I just don't know where we're going. I don't know what the, I don't know who the next Thanos is. It's gotta be Galactus, right? It's gotta be. Or Kang. Do you think they're going to double it down and be, have it be Kang or Wanda? I do think Kang is the most likely, mm-hmm. but they're introducing him so much differently. 
I remember in the comics when Wanda loses her mind, it's Jean Grey is the only person who was able to kind of go in and, and mm. fix everything that was going on. And like, that would be a really interesting way to bring in, like say Wanda becomes like the big bad of the next couple of movies. She kills Kang. She kills Sylvie. She like mm-hmm. is like, I'm in control now. And then, then that's when they have to bring in, you know, the, the brains, you know, the Charles Xavier and the Jean Grey's. You just made me realize a scene that I didn't know I needed that I now I feel like is absolutely in this movie where, mm. Charles Xavier feels the pain of Scarlet Witch. Uh, I just got the chill. Me too. Me too. That's why I was like, oh, you just you just led me right to that. Like she's going, she has had all this loss, all this pain. She's got all this power and this. I mean, and this is the comic story of House of M. It's like this character who can change reality, and she's so broken by loss that like you can't trust her with her power. And it's like Xavier tries to control her. That's what House of M is about. Yeah. I absolutely see, you know, she comes to the council or whatever. There's got to be a moment where Charles like looks into her mind and sees her pain. And that's going to be, I just can't imagine that scene's going to be good. It's going to be really good. It's almost like X3, the last stand was just the House of M story, but they made it Dark Phoenix. It definitely is. I almost, if if this Xavier is the same Xavier from that universe, which who knows, um, if it is, I will need, if they have a, even a thought in this movie where the Illuminati is trying to like control Wanda because she's powerful, basically. Mm-hmm. If there's a moment like that in this movie, I kind of need that Xavier to be on the other side of that issue. Like I need him to yeah, have learned like, his no, lesson. No, 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 no. Like don't do that. <laughs> yeah. We, I, I've, I've been there. I've tried to control. I was pixelated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's> so sad. <laughs> I cry. I almost got up and left. I'm not even like wow. when that happened in the last stand. I, I was very upset, and I was like, "What? What? What are we doing here? Yeah. What is this?" Oh. Man. Well, let's see here. What have we got? Uh, next up, we have Michael White on Gmail. He says, Hey, guys and gals, I was listening to your mom feedback and it got me thinking about a crazy theory. What if Patrick Stewart is actually the watcher? Ooh. Hmm. Uh, maybe as a Nexus version of Charles Xavier who ascended to that position. Perhaps he found a way to enhance his physical ability without the use of Cerebro, and or he was searching for mutants and found mutants in another universe that led him down that path. The Illuminati panel could actually be the heroes that the Watcher brought together in What If. Ooh. That'd be fun. Now that they know about the multiverse and feel they need to protect it, it could tie into what if Ultron 1 uh, episode, which could have happened back when Avengers 2 took place, but in the multiverse outside of our known MCU. Love the podcast, guys. Michael White. Hmm. Thanks. Thanks, Michael. I think that it is likely that he may function kind of like the watcher in this episode in that he's part of this multiverse council who's watching and trying to do things. But the thing about the watcher, at least in what if, and and you reference it. So you, you know, uh, you, you know that like the watcher in that version is like this 
guy who watches. That's the thing about the watcher. It's his yeah. whole name. He doesn't get involved. I don't think that they would get Patrick Stewart to to play the watcher. They would get uh, yeah. Jeffrey Wright, you know, or or yeah, somebody like we've already established who he was. What if what if mm-hmm. all of the reshoots weren't because the movie wasn't faring well? It was because of the what if episodes. It's possible. And they were like, F, we have to tie this in now. They do major reshoots on every Marvel movie, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't think there even has necessarily needs to be a reason. Actually, there's, there was a quote from Benedict Cumberbatch this week saying, like, that they did a lot of reshoots, but it was just, like, there were certain things that, like, they literally couldn't get on the day because of COVID, and there were certain yeah. things that they just decided to change, like, little scenes they wanted to change a little bit. Like, I, I think that these reshoots... While they say they did do a lot of research shoots, that's just something they do on every Marvel movie. They literally schedule yeah, I think it so out. Too. So, and with COVID, yeah, that's a whole thing. Yeah, trying to film a movie in the, that day and age. I just, I really want to know about that, about the what if stuff. Like, I, w- I really want somebody to tell me what happened there, whether all of it was connected from the beginning or whether that article was true about Sam Raimi being like, what the. You know, right. how could you do that? But I feel like that wouldn't happen, you know? Yeah, I mean, apparently something happened. It wasn't Sam Raimi. It was something else that they decided to cut an episode, right? Then they cut an episode, or was that just for time? The Gamora Tony, they cut the Gamora Tony Stark episode. Okay. No, I guess that was just for time, though. That wasn't because it was too similar to Multiverse of Madness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, the, the Multiverse of Madness ones, at this point, you could be like the Ultron one, the Doctor Strange. Because um, some of this, the way that the city is melting is mm-hmm. exactly the same. And then there's the zombies. So that's three episodes yeah. of What If. And then the Ultron one was two episodes, right? Uh, Well, Ultron is one episode that continues for the rest of the series. It's like what they, yeah. the last episode is all of them coming together to fight the threat that was created at the end of that Ultron episode. And like I said, I went back and tried to look for that animated part of the trailer and I couldn't find it. Did you find it? What everybody was telling us about? Like we missed the whole animated section of the trailer? Oh, yes. Did you find it? Yes. Um, it's not a section. It's literally It's just in the frames. background? Does it look like the same animation from What If? No, it looks oh. like Looney Tunes. So, which <laughs> makes me think, yeah, I know. It's crazy. It makes me think Spider-Ham. Oh, well, that would be like, funny. Like for real. Let me see if I can find that picture real quick. Who was the voice of that? John Mulaney? Yes, it was. It was. And I I love John Mulaney. I would love... Me too. If they get to interact with freaking Spider-Ham as John John Mulaney as Spider-Ham, that'd be amazing. Uh, Here's a picture of that frame. It's very small. And like, if you watch the trailer, it is literally three frames, I believe, that it's visible. Ken and I watched the trailer twice and I was like, I don't see it. So I went to watch it. He was like, do not put that on again. Uh, so here's here's I'm putting it on our on our video version here. Okay, so that's all it is. But that you see you see it on the uh, stream yet? It is the star shaped portal they're falling out of. Oh, is so it's so subtle. It's only visible it looks for three like a cone. Yeah, it looks like a traffic cone, and to me that looks kind of Looney Tunes style animation. And that's like just that moment when it's when they're falling into the the uh, dinosaur universe. Right. They're falling into it, and hmm. it's the, the... Look at that star. I can't wait to see America. I know. It looks so cool. And the way they're mm-hmm. they're representing the multiverse with the stars, but also with, like, the shattered glass, which is how they did it with um, 
what if as well i, I love i love mm-hmm. the imagery they're using for the multiverse it's so freaking cool it's cool oh i can't believe we're getting a freaking movie this big like i know and it's like my Raimi. i just i can't yeah i mean you all know that i love the marvel stuff but like before i was even a big marvel guy before like the mcu existed like i've always been a huge fan of multiverse stuff and i've i know i've talked about it a lot of the show but like the i grew up what listening watching star trek and like all this other sci-fi and sliders and just the multiverse is just such a cool thing i love multiverse movies i love time travel and the fact that we're getting that concept fully overlaid on the universe that i follow so closely is just <laughs> so freaking fun for me oh so pumped i remember how excited you were when we found out an end game was going to be time travel yeah yeah i just yeah you were very excited since then i found out and i, I mentioned this last week but i didn't get too much into it um since then i found out that the in-game time travel story was based on the last episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. Like, that's where they got the idea. In in that episode uh, of Star Trek The Next Generation, they jump around to three different time periods, and it's all about the three different time periods and how they can intersect and solve this problem. It's like three versions of the crew working together across time. Oh, cool. And it's very much in that, uh, in the movie they like go to three different versions and it's a way of revisiting the past while wrapping up the story so you get to see the avengers versions the starting versions while also wrapping it up it's just a really clever device and also in in the version in the star trek episode they they jump to the future so it's like the present version of captain picard the past version and then they jump to the future where he like it's very interesting because he has all like a, 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 a syndrome similar to like Alzheimer's, whatever. Mm. Um, but it's the fu- it's a it's a future syndrome, I believe. Um, but it's interesting because the future version of himself has to convince his old friends to like take a ship out because they're all you know it's like the distant future and they all are like maybe he's just crazy like maybe he's mm-hmm. just off his rocker like and they're all like well oh, we, no. we trust him he's our friend and like they they all rally around him and it's like the the old crew getting back together to help their uh old man captain uh, it's it's so it's so good uh, and it kind of like tells what happened to that crew that went out into the future i don't know it's 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 so good i love that yeah i love that stuff Okay, let's let's get to these last couple things ed freeman on the email said hi just quick theory what if the dimension we see disintegrating is the result of our doctor strange's spell or another universe as he says in the trailer i did what i had to do to protect our world Hmm. not anyone else's what do you think i think he said on another universe so it's like he did the spell here and then that was affecting another universe to disintegrate yeah, like what if, you know, hmm. it kind of makes sense. So you think about all those, like like you think about all those characters we saw in the purple in Spider-Man No Way Home, right? Yeah. Didn't he say that was just a dream he was having every night, though, Doctor Strange? Well, in the trailer, he says, he, we don't know what the dream is. We don't know what the dream and what the reality is. In okay. the trailer, he says, I was, I have the same dream, I have the same night, or I have the same dream every night, and then I wake up to this nightmare. And so it's okay. like, what part is, we don't know which part of those things is the disintegrating cities or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. 
Because all of that looks very dreamlike, like the steps going up to nothing. Oh, for sure. For sure. But that also looks like any kind of like mystical realm. Yeah, Doctor Strange's lair, though. Oh, Oh, it's so many. It could be anything. I mean, maybe. Maybe, Ed. I mean, that's what's kind of fun. You think (laughs) about the the way No Way Home went, where it's like grabbing characters from other universes and bringing them to this one. Like... Mm -hmm. If our universe started just like sucking in elements from other universes, you could kind of see that in the other universe, it might look like things are just like evaporating into nothingness because the, yeah, and, and it could theoretically just like be destroying them. So, yeah, I think it's possible, but we still, the thing that has me thinking it's not the No Way Home spell or that it's not going to be something Doctor Strange really did is the line that Professor X says, let's tell him the truth. Yes. Like, what is the truth? I feel like there's going to be a reveal in that scene of like, we're going to think the problem's one thing, and then they show up in front of the Illuminati, and they're going to be like, all right, we got to give you the actual lowdown. You've been fighting this thing you think you're fighting. You think, like, everyone in your universe thinks it's the spell you did, but this is happening across the multiverse. Like your problems mm-hmm. are small compared to what we're trying to deal with or something like that. And it may not even be anything to do with what he's done. It could be what something from his universe. And that could be um, Scarlet Witch digging into the dark hold and like trying to reach out into the universe to get her children might be destroying worlds. I don't know. Hmm. Cause oh, I love that. <laughs> I just, yeah. I like that. It's Wanda just me too. Just, it <laughs> just just do uh, it, it's hard. yeah it, it's it's really could be anything mm-hmm. and that's it's they're doing such a good job of keeping everything secret yeah yeah except I, for their damn toys stop releasing yeah. the toys until after the movies you jerks they'll buy just <sighs> as many or like send them in nondescript boxes that aren't allowed to be opened until the day like some the ones that have spoilers like you watch obviously they take such care in the way they market these things. But like, man, I would definitely have some toy plan that like avoids those spoilers, but I get that yeah. the way the supply chain works, they can't necessarily keep every box unopened or something. I don't know. No, but I just put it out after the movie. You'll, I mean, people will buy that still. I don't understand. Well, you know? I, I hear you, but the way the supply line works, like if you didn't, if you don't start shipping them around the world earlier, Oh, I see what you mean. You know I what I mean? mean? Like if it takes, because some guy in the shipping warehouse is going to get them, even if they're not in stores yet. It's like, that's where we get these leaks. Like, some guy in a warehouse somewhere is like, oh, I see the new Doctor Strange toy. Click, and then sends it out. Again, if I were a dictator. <laughs> <laughs> the world would be a dangerous place for spoilers and trolls. You better use your turn signals and <laughs> watch what you post online. <laughs> All right. Up next, we got Abigail Frey on Gmail says, hello, MCU cast. I know I missed your feedback episode. Don't worry. We're doing another one right now. Uh, As I've been absolutely swamped with schoolwork, but I've been meaning to write in for a while. So though there can be a million different Dr. Strange's, (laughs) a million different Loki's and a million different Wanda's and maybe even Mephisto's. (laughs) There's only one. (laughs) <laughs> there, there is only one America, and I don't think that Doctor Strange exists in her universe. Uh, a bit of motivation for her character is the fall of the utopian parallel and the loss of her moms. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if something strange 
did would have caused that, uh, creating a tension point between her and Strange. Or perhaps it's something one, vil one of the villains did, uh, giving her a reason to help this random man she found on the street. Uh, additionally, <laughs> although I love the Rambo theories, uh, am I the only one who thinks that glowing figure is Nova? Like, I know everyone is talking about Young Avengers, and I'm excited to see them. However, uh, I think they may be trying to form the new champions, too, uh, with <laughs> Kamala and Riri Williams on the way. Scott Summers and Miles Morales being teased, and Amadeus Cho's mom already existing in the universe. Uh, we already have room for a lot of major teammates. Uh, the new Nova is just one more. I love Wanda with all of my heart. I think she is the champion for all of the mentally ill. <laughs> for many <laughs> young girls and for people who feel like others just don't understand. I love this podcast and it really... I love this podcast and it has really given me a ray of light uh, throughout the tough couple of months. And maybe, and made me feel like less of an outsider in a time that I really needed some reassurance. Thank you for everything you do every day. And I know that my theories are far-fetched, but give me something non-self-deprecating to focus on. And so does your podcast. But they give me something non-self-deprecating to focus on, and so does your <laughs> podcast. Just know that this work really, this work here really does matter. Just know that this work here really does matter, and I love y'all three thousand. Hey, Aww. thank you so Thanks, much, Abigail. Thank you, Abigail. That's very very sweet. I like your name too. Abigail Frey is a great like. Oh, that is like an action hero. Yeah, name. Oh, for sure. Abigail Frey yeah. is like she's our champion. Um, <laughs> uh, no, for real. That's that's very sweet of you. Uh, it is weird with the America Chavez stuff because she's like in a utopian parallel outside of our own multiverse. Like she's not part sure. of our stuff. And I remember, I feel like in the comics, she left there to go be a hero because there, like, it was oh, like that place was fine. Like you know, she was like, I have these powers and I'm gonna go help people. Um, right. But other than that, I can't remember too much. I don't know much about her comics uh, heritage. I, I have, I know she, like, like she said, she lost her mom's, um, and then she uh, somehow can punch through universes. I, I don't know much about her power set or, or really much, uh, much about her. Yeah. As, as a character from comics, I just know she punches star-shaped holes through the multiverse, yeah. and that's pretty badass. That is, that is very, <laughs> very badass. Um, but I will say, like. They do tend to combine storylines from these stories to give people sort of simplified backstories sometimes. Um, so if there's some sort of multiverse threat happening, which seems to be going on, we got this like multiverse Illuminati and we have pictures of at least some worlds disappearing or like, you know, evaporating or whatever, uh, mm -hmm. like they did in What If. Um, I think it is very possible, if not likely, that they will simplify her storyline a little bit maybe she'll still be from a utopian universe but maybe it will be one that has been affected by what's going on so she has to get out yeah. there and do what she can you know mm -hmm. i just don't know that they're gonna go as um broad and like introduce a whole new concept of the utopian parallel or whatever 
Yeah. It's possible. But I don't know. Demergy, Demergy, Demer, some of the D. I can't I remember know. what it was called. Yeah, I don't know much about her character. I, you know, you know, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Like, as much as obviously we love the source material and we all grew up on it in different ways, like, you know, we focus on the movies. I, I actually try not to spoil myself by reading too deeply into the comics because sometimes you can find things that you're like, oh, that's clearly what they're doing. You Did know what I mean? Did we ever bring up that, um, you know, she is an outwardly gay character? I, I actually didn't even know that. I know yeah. that she has two moms. So I knew that her no, parents were. I, I believe were, that she's a that lesbian, she which I'm very awesome. excited to see them. Yeah. 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 That's Do. great. Uh, yeah. That's great. And, and that's the thing I, like, I, I don't know. I don't know how I haven't even encountered that yet. Uh, like I said, I don't know her from comics at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't even heard that talked about, which I'm going to Google that right now to make sure I'm not wrong. <laughs> That's something to not be wrong about. I do think I saw in one of the uh, promos or something. There's like a there's a rainbow flag or something on her jacket or something somewhere. OK, as a lesbian, she is Marvel's first Latin American LGBTQ character to star in an ongoing series to star oh that was for uh young avengers okay right right for you the comics uh, the oh, voice wait. show because she has two actresses um portray like the chick who's in this one and then i think the girl who does her voice acting for whatever oh, okay on the, on the, on the cartoon was. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. I was like, is there a live action show we don't know about? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. So, yeah, Chavez first appeared in Vengeance 1, September 2011, before joining the Young Avengers and later starring in her own ongoing series, America, in March 2017, by writer Gabby Riviera. Interesting. Sweet. I don't know, know a lot about the younger, newer characters, you know? I mean, I'm not... I've, I've said this many times. I was... I loved comic books and geek media stuff like when i was a kid like all these superhero things but we were poor and didn't have any i never read one full run of a comic book as a kid like uh, all of my comic books were like whatever i could find in the 50 cent bin and i would yeah. like find like six or seven that went together like six or seven spider-man books that went together and i would read those and be like oh my gosh i almost got a whole story like that was that was my childhood like four years of x-men comics in a in a Tupperware bin that I that has moved around with me from every place that I've lived. That's awesome. Because I, I read the X Men. That's why I know so much about yeah. the X Men. Um, but that was about it. And then that kind of stopped as I went to college. Spider Man was always one of my favorites. And then I li- literally we only bought comics from the fifty cent bin. So it was like yeah. there was a lot of old like whatever eighties and nineties comics books when I was a kid that were just in the fifty cent bin. Yeah. And then I would also just read like random random stuff that was like from other publishers I'd never heard of since. Yeah. Like I liked horror comics. Like oh, Chaos yeah. Comics and Evil Ed and Lady Death and Purgatory, all this stuff was fun. <laughs> of course, of course, you did. I, lo- I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. So, uh, as for the Nova of it all, it's actually completely possible it's Nova. Have we talked about that picture you sent me? I don't think we've talked about it on the cast. About how much it looks like Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think we've talked about it on the cast, but like I, since you sent me that, like I feel. Like, I almost feel like that has to be fake, almost, because it looks so yeah. much like Jonathan Major. Well, a variant of Kang is Iron Lad, right? Yeah, yeah, that it is, but a younger variant, so mm-hmm. for sure it's possible. I just think it, it is possible. So that's one of the theories that I, I do like, and I think is pretty, I don't know, this picture. I'm going to drop this picture you sent me on the... Uh, I, I like, I... <laughs> it's like somebody... Do we, do we know this is real? Like it almost looks too much like Jonathan Majors when you zoom in. I know. I don't know. Yeah, and I'm not sure I if it's like. real or not. But when I look at the uh, the the stills 
if you go to images, you know, it, it checks out. It doesn't look too doctored. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm dragging around the video version now. Um, like I really, this is, this is like pretty convincing to me. <laughs> that looks a lot like Jonathan Majors. It really does. Like the high res zoomed in version of that character that people are debating who it is. It could be someone else. And I, I the hips look kind of feminine, but that could just be the way the suit looks. Cause a lot of people are saying yeah. it's a lady and it could be, it could be the hair looks different, but it could be a variant. I don't know that the, the, like the, he looks similar to Jonathan Majors to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would like it to be because I'd like everything to tie together. Me too. And, and I mean, this should tie to Kang. Like I, I know he's supposed to be coming right? in Quantumania, but like Kang is our Come multiverse on. guy. Like the, he who remains of it all, man. I want to know. So that's that's my best bet as to who it is 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 and if you are watching the video version you can see that um picture I just dropped on the on the feed it looks like hang to me I don't know who it does uh, if unless that is edited and doctored um right yeah and it absolutely could be because it supposedly it was just from somebody taking a screenshot on really high res and zooming in but mm, who knows <laughs> we'll have to do it at the next trailer <laughs> yeah 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 because I'm sure there'll be another one. I, yeah, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, we'll probably watch it on stream. Um, I'm trying. I like at this point, I don't want to know anymore. I'm like, I know, staying I know, away. I know. Last one. Tavares Davis on Gmail says, "What's up, gang? My name is Tavares. I have been listening to the show since No Way Home. I have listened to every show since and most of the older episodes. Wow. Wow. Um, I love the takes you all have, and you can." St- constantly provide a bright spot to my days uh, whenever I see new content. I just recently took interest in all of the speculation on how this phase will unfold and the many cameos that are rumored for mom. I jumped out of my seat when I heard Patrick freaking Stewart's voice in the final trailer. I may, I was looking at the poster in search of Deadpool, the Deadpool image, which I found, <laughs> but I also potentially stumbled across someone else. Uh, if you look closely, there is an image that looks like Storm. Hmm. I do know that she and T'Challa have a child together in the comics, but I'm not sure what her part would be in this film. Uh, like many, I can't wait to see how the X-Men are brought into the MCU. Uh, I would love to know what you all think. Also, the countdown to Moon Knight begins. <laughs> I mean, I would love Storm's one of my absolute favorite Marvel characters. Like Aurora Monroe's my f- yeah. just the best. I almost feel like they probably had the T'Challa Storm storyline for Black Panther too, because I heard a lot of rumors about that, but I don't know in what capacity that's going to happen now yeah. with everything. Um, I do hope that they bring her in still, but it wouldn't make sense for her character to be introduced in Wakanda. I don't think um, for her to be in this. Well, anybody could be in this, you know, yeah. it could have been trusted advisor of Charles Xavier. And so like, absolutely. She could be there as Charles Xavier's partner or, you know, she could be there Protector. as a leader. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Or like a leader from like, a leader of the X-Men from another universe, you know, like where she mm-hmm. took over for Charles. She was, and she was the leader of the X-Men for a while. Yeah. So, uh, absolutely could be that. Um, 
I, I, I like the idea of bringing her in for sure. She would be a really cool and interesting take. Like, cause they were all like, who will be first? Like who obviously Charles Xavier is first. We've seen like speak. Um, if we don't count rough, rough boner, rough boner. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Ralph boner, do you think they're going to retcon that, that that was Quicksilver or some version of Quicksilver, some version of her brother? Like we know we're going back to Westview. In, yeah. in the trailer, she goes back to her house in Westview. Like, I feel like that is pretty likely. It's also magic. So mm-hmm. even if um, Agatha just was like, I'm creating this thing, it doesn't mean that she didn't pull it from a different multiverse, not even knowing her own right. powers. Right. Or well, up at that point, she didn't know what she was doing, period. Like, she didn't know yeah. what the... Mul- like, there were clearly moments, like, in the moment where she, like, throws Monica out of the house. Um, there's clearly moments where she's lucid and, like, knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, she doesn't know that she's creating these people. She doesn't know that she's enslaving a town and all that stuff. And she yeah. doesn't know they're in pain. And so it would make sense that she does also doesn't know she's pulling from a different universe and that Ralph Boner is a uh, complete fabrication or whatever. Because <laughs> it just sounds like a made-up name. I mean, I know oh, all names sure. are made up, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so let's see. Anybody in the chat have anything... Um, fun to say vermilion one said my guess is the next big crossover will be a long time coming avengers versus x-men and i think all of this is not filler but universe progression that gives us the characters to care about for that i would agree if they didn't already say that fantastic four was coming first i think we are building to a you, did X-Men. they say that fanta- i mean they've announced a fantastic four film but we don't know for sure that it's first or we definitely I thought don't that, that was like phase four was going to be fantastic four so they've announced a fantastic four film that's all we know that mm-hmm. doesn't mean they haven't they're not going to announce other films that might slot in between it also doesn't mean that some of these other films might include mutants clearly multiverse of madness is um yeah so you know it, it could be that like there's it could be every movie from now till Fantastic Four introduces different X-Men, you know, like we could get X-Men from now on uh, or at least yeah. mutants. And then they form the X-Men at some point. So it could be that like it, it seems that we're getting at least an X-Man before we're getting a Fantastic Four unless we get them at the same time, which is also very possible that yeah. Fantastic Four will show up in this movie. Well, if Reed Richards isn't on the Illuminati, I'm going to be pretty pissed if that's who it is. You know, it'd be like, ugh, what a good way to. Yeah. Introduce these people. But it would also be fun to have them have been trapped in the quantum realm and Ant-Man finds them and releases them the same way that Janet was. Yeah. And that's how they got their powers if you don't want to go to the moon or wherever they went with Doctor Doom. So it's so fun and imaginative how far we've gone with the MCU. Like what all they're doing. It's crazy. I know. Uh, We also have one from Vermillion One here that says, I was a major X-Men and TNG fan, and the crossover book and comics came out before the X-Men movie. Uh, And those made the connection that Picard and Professor X were basically the same person in both universes. I know uh, this will never happen, but we only have Patrick Stewart for so long. Uh, Just some kind of wink toward this uh, notion from either end would send my mind reeling. That would be real rad. Uh, okay, guys. Well, that is all from us today. We'll be back very soon. Make sure to send in uh, mcucast at gmail.com. Send in your favorite female moments 
from mm-hmm. uh, Marvel movies, the MCU, and we'll talk about that next week. Yep. Put what did we say? Put in the thing awesome, awesome women. women in your subject <laughs> line, so it's easy to find. Yeah, awesome women in the subject line. All right, guys, thank you so much. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.